and welcome back to Direct to Podcast, episode number 10. My name is Kurt Schneider, and as always, today's podcast is sponsored by Eightfold Creative. This week, we are going to be chatting with UK-based director Sam Pilling. Even if you haven't heard of Sam, you have probably seen his work. He is a very accomplished director in both music videos and commercials, with commercials for Audi, BMW, Axe Body Wash, and music videos for the likes of J. Cole, DJ Shadow, and The Weeknd. Sam is certainly leaving his mark in a big way. So now, let's hear from the man himself, Mr. Sam Pillen. Hey Sam, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Absolutely no worries, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so let's let's just get right into it. How how were you introduced to filmmaking? Did you always know that it was something you wanted to do as a career, or how did, how did that play out for you? Uh, I mean, yeah. To, to be honest, um, no, <laughs> I didn't always know. I I was actually really really interested in illustration, and I actually went to I went to art school in London um and and I studied graphic design and illustration and yeah for a while I I sort of genuinely thought I was going to be like a graphic novelist or like (laughs) an illustrator and then like just during one of the terms I got kind of sucked in to to like moving image and, and and filmmaking and and I guess I'd always really been into like the story element of of illustration and and of graphic novels um and then this was like a different medium to to sort of yeah to tell stories and to and to kind of go that route really um i mean i've always always been a massive fan of films um you know ever since i was a kid uh you know i'm i'm an only child so i was always watching films but did I ever think, oh, I'd maybe be making those music videos or doing this, that, and the other? Absolutely no way. Uh, (laughs) But, yeah. Hey, I'm an only (laughs) child, too, so I feel you there. Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah, you go out, you you play, and then it's like, okay, you come back, you play video games, and you watch films. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. As as tragic as that sounds. (laughs) Hey, that's that's your education right there. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. I mean, we are literally, I, it's funny because I got stepbrothers later on, but like me me and my stepbrothers would, uh, it sounds so lame, but we, this is on VHS as well. We'd, so we'd watch Forrest Gump. Yeah. Uh, and then we'd rewind it and, and we'd start it again and watch it again. That was like <laughs> our weekend. <laughs> Just um, over and over. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so how how did how did it happen then? How did directing professionally happen? Did you do spec work, or you know, were you not, doing yeah, short not, films? I mean, yeah, I mean, basically, um, so like when when uh, when I was studying, a friend and I, we started running on a few uh, video, like promo and and commercial uh, sets, just to try and sort of gain some experience and work out, you know what is this actual thing like in, in the real world? Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's all, it's all very well sort of mucking around with your friends with a camera and, you know, learning how to use software. And, and that, don't get me wrong, like, the, like doing the course was, was great. But, but we both kind of realized, you know, we've actually got to see what this is like in the real world because, um, you know, it's, it's going to be very different. And uh, so we, we both kind of 
yeah, we were both trying to get as much experience as we could in, in that kind of final year of just trying to, you know, at first just, just for free, just running on, on jobs and, and, and then, you know, getting a bit of cash here and there for it towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we did that, which was sort of invaluable in terms of like, okay, this is how, you know, a music video set works. This is, you know, this is this, this is that. Never heard of that before. We could like, you know, all of these different things. It was, it was massively eye-opening. Um, and then once, uh, once I graduated, um, I ended up being a visual researcher for Pulse. Um, so I was basically sort of finding images, uh, writing treatments, laying treatments out for, for other directors and, and then trying to do stuff like on the side, trying to direct my own stuff. Um, me and, me and some friends, we did like a, I think it was a Gennaro, yeah, Gennaro competition for David Lynch music video. Um, we all kind of threw in a hundred quid or 200 quid or something and like filmed it on my mate's 7D in my house, around my house, the car park behind my house, like just, you know, using whatever we had to hand mm-hmm. to try and make something because, you know, we, we thought it was a good opportunity. We loved the track and cause that's kind of how we'd always done it when we were at, at uh, university anyway. Um, and then, yeah, we uh, like that kind of we didn't win the competition but that definitely you know a few people obviously it's david lynch so people were kind of jazzed about it on the internet and like yeah they that kind of helped start things along um and then um yeah and then there was i ended up doing like a a one grand music video through a friend of a friend at well a friend of one of the directors in fact at um at pulse um it was too low for the director to do it i was young hungry and keen um and then yeah so did that and then off the back of that video uh pulse signed me uh which is kind of amazing wow that's Um, awesome that's seizing an opportunity right there yeah i mean and that's you know that's kind of i think just you know what you just have to do uh you have to in my opinion you have to just be a yes man go go out and grab it go out and get it you know try and yeah make try and make as much as you can and 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 you know certainly i was just sort of trying to jump on anything and and just yeah really really sort of throw myself out there and you know that it's not like i'm proud of that bit of work now but like that got me in that got my yeah. foot in the door um so it was yeah it was a kind of invaluable thing to do to be honest um so so what would what would you say what would you say inspires you was there was there something growing up that it really inspired you creatively or or what are some things that you kind of look to now um for your for your style or just visually some things that get you excited I mean yeah so I know already this is like this is I'm going to give you a terrible answer but it's kind of like basically everything I mean, and I know that sounds terrible, but yeah, there are, there are certain things, you know, there are certain directors. I mean, you know, I can name all the kind of, all the ones everybody would name. Right. But, but so there's, there's obviously that side of things and, and, and those directors are, are, are big influences. And, and, you know, even if that doesn't come across in my work that, you know, I think watching other people's work, watching, you know, 
really great films and really terrible films <laughs> uh, right. uh, is, is, is an invaluable thing for me. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like, you know, sometimes I might just get really into a photographer for a while. Um, or like there's a, there's a kind of moment from a film that I'm like, oh, that could be cool to like, how could I do that in a different way? Um, I, I wouldn't really say that there's, there's like one thing. I mean, I'm definitely intrigued by, by nighttime. A lot of my videos have been, have been filmed at night. Um, I think there's a, there's a kind of, there's a mystique and an allure to the night, but also a danger. Um, and, and for that, I guess like, you know, noir is, is an interesting genre for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for, for those reasons, often, you know, that, that, that kind of, you know, definitely thrillers. I'm, I'm super into, to thrillers. There's, there's, you know, particular ph- photographers, um, that I'm very into. I think that, um, Patrick Joust's, uh, scenes are, are rad and, um, yeah, I mean, there's there's a there's another guy called Alex Soth whose whose works great as well. I mean, yeah, it's I, it's a terrible answer, but I don't I don't know that there is just one thing. I mean, there are there's sort of like I don't know, yeah, just a lot of things. I think it's kind of about being a sponge and, and yeah. like trying to just <laughs> grab whatever whatever sort of takes takes your you know takes your fancy and and I guess it's yeah. That I definitely go through phases of of things that influence me that that interest me. Right. Um. I'm a I'm a big big Cohen fan, but you know who isn't? I yeah. guess. Um. Yeah. I don't know. That's probably a terrible answer. No, no, but, no. It's great. It's. I mean, I I think I think anybody in the in the creative field can share a lot of those feelings. It's you never know where inspiration is going to come from, and. Yeah, it's totally, you just always got to totally. keep your eyes open. Yeah, I mean, you know, certainly when it comes to like music video work, um, you know, sometimes it's like a, a lyric might really inspire you, or or like there's a sound in in some part of the the instrumentation or the drumming or something that you're like, oh, that just that instantly makes me think of of such and such visual or or, or whatever, and then you know, an idea can form from, from either of those things. But, mm-hmm. but I mean, that's sort of maybe more specific music video stuff. Yeah. But I think that, yeah, it's, there isn't, there isn't, I don't, I don't think there is, there is one sort of one way, one thing where, where you sort of, yeah, you just sort of, oh yeah, I'll grab, I'll grab that, that bit of inspiration right there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately it doesn't work that way. Well, I mean, this, so this is kind of off the cuff question, but like, how do you, how do you kind of in an in issue instances where like a music video comes, comes out and they want you to bid on it and it's like a fresh slate. So you're kind of like forcing yourself to be creative or you're like, I need to think of an idea for this. What, what does that process look like for you? Cause that's something <laughs> I, mean, I yeah. really struggle with is like sitting down. It's like, all right, be creative. Let's think of something here. And then it's just like your mind wanders. And so <laughs> I'm just, I'm always curious how different people process that. Yeah. I mean, I would, again, I would say it really, really depends on, on the track, you know, some tracks just jump at you and yeah, like they, they might have a sound that, that feels, that instantly makes you think of like, I don't know, like maybe maybe a particular genre of film or, or, or a particular 
um, moment or, or action or, or, or type of action. I, I, I mean, yeah, that there's a sound element to it. I think it, it does really depend on the track. You know, sometimes there, there is just a lyric and you're like, okay, well, what if I sort of subverted that lyric or, or thought around that lyric and what could that lead to? And, and usually like the spawn of an idea is, for me, is a scene or like a, a moment even it's not even a scene it's like a moment and then mm-hmm. I try and sort of construct something around that um but you know I I would say it's more for me it's more about where I'm sort of listening to a track I think that you know if I'm sitting in my room can get pretty stale you know it's it's like you can kind of yeah you can end up banging your head against a brick wall being sort of like okay i'm not really nothing's coming right Right. nothing's coming to you um but you know jump on a bus or like you know movement for some reason is is you know buses or trains or 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 the underground or, or subway or whatever is for some reason really good i don't know what it does to 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 me mentally but the the idea of be just moving uh somehow yeah i don't know whether it's you know people and and seeing things and like just fresh things you're looking out the window you, i don't know if that kind of helps weirdly even though yeah. it's like got nothing to do with what you're thinking about but um yeah that that often works for me um and sometimes sounds really random but sometimes if i'm if i'm you know trying to think of an idea or develop an idea and I've just got my headphones plugged in, uh, and I'm in like I'm in the pulse office or, or whatever. I'm at home, going to the toilet. <laughs> just I I don't know why, but again, it's like a place where some so things develop, like ideas develop at, at that time. That's that's <laughs> I know that's super random, but yeah, that's just uh, those are like the two the two places where I find. <laughs> ideas develop best <laughs> uh, wait did you say toilet yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've had some great thoughts in there too you know <laughs> yeah. oh that's funny um so i mean so you're very accomplished in both commercials and music videos w- would you say that you have a preference in one medium over the other or are they are they just different for you yeah, I mean, I think they are just different. Um, it's you know, it's funny. I, I I kind of I don't really see it as as uh, you know that I I enjoy I enjoy both. I enjoy doing both for different reasons. Um, I feel like you know everything. Every project is is a learning curve and a learning process, and 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 I think that you can learn different things from a music video to, to doing a commercial. Um, you know, there's always like challenges, obstacles, things to kind of think around, work around, you know, creative problem solving on any project. Um, and I think that it's just the types of sort of things that you're having to, to work out and work around and, and, and deal with that are different. Um, I think that music videos, often allow you to be more creative as as a kind of general rule of thumb mm-hmm. although that is definitely changing in part i would say uh, well it's not i mean it just i think it just depends it's like some you know so also some commercials allow you to be really creative too so i mean it, it's yeah it's i think they're just different i think that 
you know, music videos are, are a great kind of tool and a great, a great thing to sort of, you know, get your ideas out there and, and get people to see, you know, just to see your creativity and, and to see that. But I think that commercials are, are a great place to sort of really kind of cut your teeth and hone your skills with, with, in terms of directing, in terms of sort of handling larger cast and crew and, you know, dealing with the logistics of, of, you know, slightly kind of bigger productions and, and, you know, also everything, you know, I, I guess dealing with a client and an agency and, and those sides of things, those are really useful uh, to have, you know, to, mm -hmm. to be able to do that and, and to know sort of how to handle that and, and, you know, not, not sort of ruffle people's feathers and, and sort of, yeah, play that game and, and the politics of it. Game. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I think, you know, in in all forms of of making any kind of moving image, there's there's uh, there's going to be politics. Whether you know, whether it's dealing with a you know working it out with with an artist or with a label or, or you know an agency or a client. So I think they are just different. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's really great you know you you come off a commercial and it's like oh, i really want to do a music video <laughs> and then you're like you finish a video and you're like oh it'd be great to go do a commercial um i think it's yeah they're 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 good things to, i think it's great if you can try to to sort of do both yeah um yeah yeah i mean you've you've got some very impressive music videos and commercials so i think uh <laughs> Oh, man, thank you. Uh, I think you. your work <laughs> speaks for itself. Well, I so that. <laughs> yeah, uh, so during during the commercial bidding process, um, and you know, I I think it's kind of interesting. You you talked about the fact that your job for a while was helping directors in create creating treatments and finding visuals. Um, yeah. I mean, I, that's got to be a huge advantage for you now that you are creating your own treatments. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, that that was, again, an invaluable sort of lesson, to be honest. You know, things things to do, things not to do. Um, and, and definitely, you know, in terms of, you know, writing, writing, you know, what, what can't, how, I guess, to, to kind of structure treatments and, and those kinds of things. Um, uh, yeah, it was, that was like so invaluable um and definitely has has helped um with what i do now um what what are what are some ways that you you look to differentiate yourself in that bidding process i mean that's a tricky question i guess it's it's interesting because generally i'm just i try and concentrate on on what i'm doing what i'm writing how i'm responding to to that brief uh, I think it's, you know, often you don't know even who you're pitching against. So you could kind of, you know, you could go crazy thinking, well, they might do this or they might want that. Or they, you know, it's like, I guess, you know, they come to you for a reason. They want you to pitch. So generally I just try and, okay, what, what am I into, you know, as much as possible from this brief, what, are, what, what am I being drawn to? What am I, what am I instantly kind of, um, yeah, what am, what am I instantly jazzed off and like, mm -hmm. okay, well, I'll go down that route and like, yeah, so I, I generally just try and do, yeah, what I, what I, the way that I would want to interpret the brief is, is kind of how I go for it. There's, you know, there's always, 
sort of politics of, of you know what they are maybe hoping for or, or that kind of thing but I mean I think in terms of the actual bidding process you know the treatment and and that kind of thing I generally try and make a mood film um you know just cutting some together in premiere or whatever just you know it's it's, it's definitely not like a this will be the finished thing but right. often I think it helps you know it helps certainly it helps uh creatives and and, and agency and producers and, and it, it, i think it can also help a client who you know you're basically just a, a guy a name at the end of a phone um or, or whatever and it's like it, it you know you of course any director making a movie film is gonna their personality will will come through and i think that they yeah it's just okay here's here's my interpretation of your idea it's moving it's it's you know just a made up of other bits of clips or whatever but i think it instantly gives them an idea of like okay our, our finished thing will be something like that right and i would say that's probably the the one thing that and and i it's not even like um, everybody does that but but i think that that's definitely a useful thing uh to do and is the are those clips just from anything anywhere you find something that fits or is it typically your own work? No, I mean no, definitely uh it's definitely not my my stuff is yeah it it could be it could be from from promos, it could be from other commercials, it might be, you know, scenes from films, uh from shorts. Yeah, generally like just kind of okay, does that fit or, or it's, you know, sometimes it's like is that the right action that's being captured or, or sometimes it's like, or is that just the right tone? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they're usually a bit of a kind of hodgepodge of, of, of kind of things and styles and that, you know, but I think, yeah, they're, they're, they're just, they're just a good, a good visual way of doing it. I think. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, well, and then I guess hopping back over to music videos, um, I guess the big question I have is in, in your experience, typically does the artist or the commissioner come to you with some sort of an idea already in mind? Um, and then, you know, they kind of allow you to interpret it and put your own spin on it. Or do you ever have instances where they come to you with a completely blank slate and you have the opportunity to, you know, come up with your own idea for the, for the video? I mean, yeah, I would say more often than not, uh, it's a blank slate, and they're they're generally coming because they want you to be to be put inputting uh, the the kind of creative approach. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's a there's a a loose, you know, there's a loose brief. It, it could be it could be that you know the artist likes such and such photographer, or the artist was really into this film, or the artist really liked this music video from you know 10 years ago and and wants to do something similar to that or you know sometimes there's there's those kind of uh loose stipulations um but often i think with certainly with with the with the kind of more interesting artists they're they're kind of excited to to get your take and and your interpretation of of their track um so often it's it's yeah it's a blank slate and they they let you do your thing, which is, which is great. But it also means that you could, 
you can very easily go off in a in a direction that they're just not into. So it's it's sometimes it's useful to have a a bit of a uh you know okay they're leaning towards something shot at night or you know right. something happy or you know whatever it is. Um, sometimes that can be useful, but um yeah. And will <laughs> you pitch multiple ideas or do you just you just get one and put everything put everything into it and and just kind of try to convey that you firmly believe that's the one um yeah i think it's i think it's always better to to come across as yeah it's like this is this is what i think it should be and you like it or you don't like it i mean sometimes i think you know particularly if I haven't had enough time or I've been, you know, whatever, busy on something else, I, I maybe jotted down a, a few, you know, one or two or three ideas, uh, just sort of top lines and sort of seen if they've bit off any of those. And mm. then, and then you can develop it, develop it from there. Um, but I would say generally it's, it's kind of, I've, I've had the most success being direct. Yeah. Well, let's uh let's talk about the nobody speak video. First of all, congrats on all the success that this video has had. I mean, this thing is has blown up. So, congrats <laughs> on that. Thanks, man. Um, what like so what was for something so big like this with all all of these all these actors, all the extras, what was what was pre-production like for this? Did you <laughs> did you storyboard or was it like I'm always just curious with these large, especially with like fight scenes with so many people. It's like, how do you, you know, choreograph all of that going in? For sure. For sure. I mean, yeah. So basically we, I, yeah, I storyboarded. Uh, I also made a mood film, which for the whole track, uh, which developed. So it was something that, um, you know, throughout the process, I was kind of finding more references and, ah, you know, there's, this kind of a shot and this and that and like yeah so i think those two things were were the main um yeah the main part of the of the pre you know the, the the process for that i think that um yeah it was you know it was definitely an interesting it was definitely it was definitely interesting uh from from a kind of pre-production process um lots of moving parts but um we had yeah we had you know i knew that there were certain actions you know particularly just talking about the fight sequences with certain actions that i wanted to to have in there some things that that were referencing uh you know particular films and and things that i yeah just really wanted in so then Mm -hmm. We had a rehearsal day uh, the day before the shoot where I worked with uh, with the stunt coordinator and you know we kind of pieced together this 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 uh, yeah th- these action sequences really I was I was quite kind of aware that I didn't want you know each kind of moment or each kind of interaction between the characters that I wanted I wanted it to be more than just like okay and there's one hit and that's the moment. I wanted to, you know, to have a sort of A, B, and C of of uh, of those actions, so that, you know, if we if we did want to cut in, B, you know, at B instead of A in the edit, then then we have stuff there. We had sort of 
moments to pull out right or, or beats to pull out rather mm. rather than just one action one moment so we worked quite hard trying to yeah trying to piece that together try and visually work out sort of what was going to look good from you know in the wide of you know kind of spread it out and this actually could be here and that could, you know kind of blocking it out basically um and that that kind of half day with with him was uh essential yeah. <laughs> uh without that it, it would have been uh well it just yeah would have been an absolute nightmare so i think that um yeah that was a, a really a, you know a real key key element um as well as uh on the same day like the second half of the day we basically you know i worked with the two leads and we went over the went over the text went over the the lyrics um went through kind of particular sort of story beats and and the different emotion that i was sort of wanting at, at those points and and again that was uh, essential because uh you know it just meant that things definitely ran uh a lot smoother on the actual day right well and then i'm assuming you you filmed things in sequence of lighting so you would light a section and film like the entire video from there and then move on to the next section am i right or did you film more so in the sequence of the video to make things easier and you know film in accordance to the beats yeah i mean i think so basically we split the video in two halves i guess from a filming perspective Mm -hmm. in the sense that we had like the intro and the argument and and kind of right the way up to the fight and then we had the fight so so we shot out everything uh up until the fight for like the first half or first sort of two-thirds of the day um and then yeah and then and then we did the fight so we uh you know obviously it's, it's a fairly large space and and so we the kind of main issue with that was lighting and and being able to get in you know close and then obviously come back for the for the wides. So we we used a balloon light that we sort of had rigged up on wires. So, you know, it was relatively quick and easy right. to kind of shift the light, you know, like drag the wires in on one side so that we could pull pull the light over towards uh say the back to, to sort of shape the light in a slightly better fashion for some of the close-ups and then pull it back into the center to come wide um yeah so that was kind of how how we did it um that was our approach and then with the actual fight stuff we shot out all the wides first and then came in for for the closer moments really so that that way you kind of knew would you then like you're like all right we got this stuff was looking cool i want to go in and grab this from the close-ups or is that just something that you had already rehearsed and were planning on going in like were there were there any moments that you saw in the wide you're like oh we should get that in a close-up i mean it was all yeah it was all board you know it was all boarded and shortlisted um but yeah essentially we had so we had a kind of t um a, a kind of t track set up going on so we had uh so we could be like getting the the kind of the mega wide if you will where we were pushing in and pulling out 
as as this sort of the the action was unfolding and then we we just kind of switched it and and went on to to the sideways track which was great because it meant that we could you know swing lens and and you know we were kind of quite in there you know quite quickly without you know you limited on time so it's like okay where are we going to lay this track where it just it's going to stay for the day and then we can you know work around that and then and then from there we then you know jumped in handheld and and got the the much closer uh moments as well so this was a one-day shoot it was that's, yeah. yeah that's impressive that's i mean crazy. it was a a, a bloody long one <laughs> yeah. day <laughs> yeah uh, I mean, yeah, you know, it's it's definitely the sort of thing that would have it would have been great to have two on paper. It, it was a two day, but uh, music videos and and budgets and yeah, you you're gonna be very lucky if you get that. So right. yeah, it was a very long day. <laughs> but, oh, well worth yeah. it. Uh, yeah, no, it was it was fun. I mean, it was crazy, but it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what, what, what project would you say that you're, you're most proud of and, and why? I mean, I'm definitely very proud of, of the shadow vid. Um, you know, I, I used to listen to shadow when I was 15 and, you know, I was a skater and, you know, it's like to be able to work with somebody like that is, is awesome to mm -hmm. make a video for, for kind of one of your sort of childhood heroes, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I would actually say from a, for a, well, for me, I would say I'm, I'm kind of most proud of the music video I made for uh, J. Cole. Yeah, um, that one's awesome. <laughs> thanks. I mean, it was, you know, there, there's several kind of reasons for it, I guess, but I think that it was a, a project that was, that was close to my heart. It almost didn't happen. There was a lot of sort of to and fro and back and forth. But, but one of the main reasons i guess was that i got to work with uh the supremely talented uh harold perrineau um who played the the dad character in the video um who was mercutio in in baz Luhrmann's romeo and juliet and mm -hmm. like just to be able to work with with an actor of, of that status w was kind of yeah just amazing and, and obviously a, a scary experience but it was yeah, just such a such a great experience to be working with with uh, yeah a, a, an actor like that. So I think that for a lot of reasons, but you know that being one of the main ones, that um that's a video that I'm yeah really into. Yeah, well, yeah, again, that was an awesome video as well. Um, <laughs> what? Thanks. So how how do you stay productive when you aren't working on a specific project? I think I think that's something anybody in in the creative field, especially directing is something they have to face is, is the, da is downtime. How, how do you, how do you go about that? Like staying productive when you're not on a specific job? I mean, it's funny. Yeah. I guess like when I'm not on a specific job, I'm usually pitching, uh, which takes up a lot of time. Mm -hmm. Um, and when I'm not doing that, I'm just, yeah, trying to go, go watch, you know, go to the cinema, go watch films, um, go to exhibitions, you know, those, I guess, yeah, things, just do things I'm interested in. Um, go, it's, I think it's important to just like relax, you know, go, go chill with your friends, whatever. I think, yeah, sometimes it's great to just take your mind off 
what you're meant to be doing and, and go get sucked into a film for two hours or, yeah, go hang out and, and you know, see what your friends are up to and that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Nice. Well, so do you have any do you have any upcoming projects that you can speak about? Anything in um, the works? <laughs> yeah, there's a few. I mean, there's definitely a few things in the pipeline that could be really, really cool if they came off. Um, but yeah, you know, just waiting to hear back on a few things. Um, I'm shooting a commercial in January, um, which could be could be good fun. It, it feels like the tone is is quite nice. It's kind of got a bit of action with a, a bit of kind of dark humor in there as well so yeah that could be that could be a fun one um yeah just w- waiting to hear on a lot of stuff yeah which is always frustrating but that's the game <laughs> oh yeah absolutely well are so are you are you content in the music video and commercial realm or do you see yourself wanting to do more narrative and you know potentially work on a feature or something i mean 100 percent. one day i would love to do that of course uh-huh. um that's definitely you know that's definitely what that's why i was got interested in in this at all is is through features and through watching films and mm-hmm. uh yeah i would i would love to certainly um something that i've been thinking about i would yeah maybe write a script or work with some writers um we will see well yeah. uh where where can people find your work sam <laughs> um vimeo uh my website sampilling.com uh pulse's website pulsefilms.com uh, uh yeah awesome it. all right well uh thanks again we i really appreciate you being on it was it was awesome talking to you man so uh best of luck to you and hopefully we'll uh stay in touch and maybe have you on again after after one of these next projects for sure man thank you so much for having me hey guys that's going to do it for this week's episode thanks again to sam pilling for coming on the show this week We've already got several more directors lined up, so stay tuned for more episodes in the very near future. Until next time, Schneider out. Get it? It's like it's like Seacrest out, but Schneider. Oh, I already did it. So, no one makes it this far in the podcast. No one's like no one's still listening. Yeah, I mean, like if you're if you're still listening, an hour in, you you are my mom. Like, I okay, hey mom, how's it going? You're the only. Yeah, I I love you too. Okay, bye.